You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Locked On MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, call him Sully, it's easier, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm going to admit, I struggled um, with this because, um, yeah, you know, I, I I went through that Yankee series and I was kind of ticked. I'm like, all right, cool. Orioles are next. Orioles should be able to do something to cure the Blue Jays' ills. And then the Blue Jays gave up five runs in the eighth and lost 7-1. And I'm like, I I can't. I can't with this. I can't talk about this. Because I'll be saying the same stuff over and over. And just driving myself crazy. Like, I know a lot of people don't know how good Cedric Mullins actually has become. But, yeah, he's good. So... I'm like, okay, whatever. I I need I need a break from these blue jays. So I took said break and since then they have gone out and won four in a row. Beating said Orioles with a bunch of offense. A lot of it came in the ninth inning in that Saturday game. And so far this week, they've gone out and swept the Marlins. And instead of doing it with hitting, they did it with pitching. Strong pitching. Pitching a person can believe in. Starting pitching that delivered quality starts. And bullpen arms that did their job. Because there are apparently only three guys that Charlie Montoyo actually trusts in that bullpen right now. And frankly, I don't blame him. But they got the job done in two days straight. Again, swept away the Marlins. Season sweep of the Marlins. And now they get four more games against those Orioles. And I kind of have to wonder, can they keep this going? Yeah, it's very, very easy to think, yeah, it's the Orioles. Um, they get a team that's pretty dang bad, both home and away. But this is a team they also lost a 7-1 game to. Um, but yeah, is, is this the turning point? We we kinda we kinda look and and stack this Blue Jays team up to that twenty fifteen team. The one that had in his prime Jose Bautista and, and Edwin Encarnacion and Josh Donaldson. And and we were trying to be like where where is the turning point? 
well, maybe actually starting to face the Orioles the same way that a lot of teams got to face the Orioles is, is that big help. I mean, also helps that during this time, the Rays went on a massive slump and fell back to the pack a little bit. And Toronto's four-game winning streak has only put them six games back of now Boston for the lead in the American League East. That makes you feel a little better. You know, knowing you're not in Angels territory. Maybe it is just as simple as, like I said, Blue Jays actually have a a relatively easy portion of the schedule after going through uh, the early parts of June having to deal with Houston and the White Sox and the Red Sox and a Yankees team that, you know, employs garbage people and employed a garbage person twice in a row in that series. I mean, in this, after, after that New York series and before the All-Star break, they had 10 games against the Orioles as well as those two games against Miami and then three against Seattle. Sure, six games with the Rays in there as well, but the Rays are kind of free-falling a little bit without Glasnow on the mound now. Like, they've, they've been trading guys off. They've been trying to call up guys to provide sparks. They've, they promoted Wander Franco. Um, and, and you have to wonder what kind of state the Rays are in. So, if there was a time for the Blue Jays to make a move to make sure that the front office is going to be making moves to improve this team, this was the time to do it. And right now, they have gotten off to a very good start in that regard. They've taken four or five so far from Baltimore and Miami. Can they keep going in this upcoming series? That, you know, this stretch, this this 10-game homestand that they're going to be on against Baltimore, Seattle, and Tampa Bay will probably tell a lot. Because if they, if they don't go like 7-3 and three on this homestand, that's going to be a disappointment. Baltimore is a team you should be wrecking. They're still throwing Matt Harvey out there for crying out loud. And Matt Harvey hasn't thrown a decent MLB pitch since like 2015. Seattle, Seattle's coming in like trying to, to have the notion of competing. Um, and they're a 500 team. Actually tied with the Blue Jays right now for for um, rough win percentage. 39-37. Blue Jays are 37-35. But the Blue Jays also have the exact opposite run differential of Seattle. A plus 46 compared to a minus 48. So Seattle, despite going on a little tear itself, should be beatable. Especially away from home. 15 and 21 on the road. Again, Tampa Bay is going to be the the bellwether for Toronto. And we'll see how they handle those rays. Knowing that they don't have to face Glass now. But they'll get like soft-tossing lefties out the wazoo. They'll get Josh Fleming and Ryan Yarborough. Shane McClanahan too. I think McClanahan's a lefty as well. Anyway, 
that's that's going to be what we have to judge this Blue Jays team on. Not beating up on the Orioles. Although, granted, it's very nice. And I'm going to talk more about it because it was enjoyable. But, you know, this is a stretch where they have to start kicking it into a gear. And we'll see if they have that gear. So far, the starting pitching looks like it has it, which is kind of nice. So. Um, one thing that's also kind of nice is when you come home and your roommate's like, hey, what are we having for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I can't identify anything. Um, and then you don't have to identify anything because you have a freshly box and it's right there. And, and it just takes the pressure off because they're taking care of the meals. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. You don't even have to cook. Freaking awesome. It's It takes a lot, of, a lot of the pain out of trying to decide what to get. And, you know, you can just keep your fridge stocked with these meals. You don't have to go to the store. You can choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, or a chicken pesto bowl. And, and you put pesto on anything, and I'm going to be, you know, in on it. <laughs> uh, and right now, our listeners can try Freshly for just six sixteen per meal. That's $6.16 per meal. So you don't have to search the internet for healthy food near me every night. You can start living life Freshly, with never frozen, delivered fresh meals, ready to heat and enjoy in three minutes. And they have new meals added every week. So right now, Freshly is offering listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash locked on. So stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash locked on for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash locked on. For $40 off your first two orders. This episode is also brought to you by Wealthfront. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. I ain't trying to do that. I don't have time for stocks. And the odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. They can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. Their tax loss harvesting can more than cover... The low annual 0.25% advisory fee, and it's all automatic. You don't have to worry about it. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. You just need $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. So get your first $5,000 managed for free at Wealthfront.com. Slash locked on, locked on MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. So I'm going to focus on the Marlins series here. 
actually. I know I said I want to talk about the Orioles, but there will be time to talk about the Orioles. I need to talk about the Marlins series. And, you know, um, the Blue Jays did have a tough draw when it came to the Marlins in this series, getting two of their top starting pitchers. And it definitely looked like it was going to be a factor in another loss uh, in that Tuesday game. When Sandy Alcantara went out there and was just baffling the Blue Jays. Like, they had nothing, nothing to offer. It took Sandy 86 pitches to get through eight innings of work against the Blue Jays. And Vladdy was the only one who could muster the offense against them. But, thankfully, the Blue Jays were kept in it. Because Ross Stripling has all of a sudden um, became the kind of person you would trade a Kendall Williams-like prospect for. And and I know, I, I was wondering when it was going to happen too, but Stripling's gone out there at a time when the Blue Jays needed it. They, they needed someone to be able to step up and, and, you know, give some innings to a bullpen that needed a lot of help. And Stripling has delivered. He threw six and two-thirds against the Yankees. Um, got relieved by dead hand um, Rafael Delis, but he went out there. And then on Tuesday... Delivered another solid six. Just two hits allowed. One walk. He struck out seven. I, I, I'm not sure what alteration Ross has made in the last little bit. But whatever, whatever it is, it's working. And, um, you, you know, the Blue Jays went into the season just hoping someone, anyone, could could make that that transition easier. Make make dealing with the bullpen issues easier. But um stripling has been able to do stuff and and you know, according uh to the reporting of Keegan Matheson at MLB.com a lot of it is just working his fastball, which isn't a great fastball, but he's been able to to just pinpoint it and and then use uh, his breaking pitches off that fastball, um, like just trying to keep batters off balance, and it's working. And I I am more than happy to take this Ross Stripling and and keep him in in the rotation for a guy who thought who thought he was going to be a swingman but you know Tanner Roark thought he was going to be a starting pitcher and we knew that didn't end well it was never going to end well and then you know continuing the trend of starting pitching that the Blue Jays have gotten you know um, aside from Alec Manwa, we will be talking about Alec Manwa in a second here. Um, but Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray, um, he was responsible for that 7-1 game against Baltimore. Didn't 
look very solid. His, his pitch count was riding up a little bit more than it had in previous outings. I mean, he just needed 88 pitches to get through six innings against Boston. And then in that Baltimore game, uh, he, he was just laboring. It took him 106 pitches to get through four and a third. He only walked two batters, and he may have been lucky to only walk the two. But, yeah, wasn't getting any offense that day. Top of the lineup was 0 for 16. So Ray goes out today. A little, a little simplified performance there. Delivers another quality start. Four hits, one run allowed, one walk. Struck out six. And yeah, that's not the strikeout total that we've seen from Robbie Ray. But it's still... It's, it's controlled. And that's been the big thing with Robbie Ray is controlling what he's got. He, we know he's got a lively fastball. We know he's got a lively slider. It, it's all about control and, and not racking up that count. I mean, part of the problem in that 7-1 loss is that Ray wasn't able to go deep. And while Trent Thornton was, was thrown out there to, to mop up some innings, and he can do that, you had Patrick Murphy coming off the IL and Jeremy Beasley, who is Jeremy Beasley. And and that was not a formula for success for a team that was that was just being baffled by by Tom Eshelman. That that was never going to happen. So Ray goes out. Uh, again, much more controlled. Of his 96 pitches tonight, 64 were for strikes. A much better ratio than what he had in that Baltimore game, which was 106 pitches, 69 for strikes. So more efficient, able to locate better, able to get the outs he needed against a Marlins lineup that just did not have it in these past couple games. You know, two runs scored. Hey. The Blue Jays had something to do with that, though. And that's that's nice. That's nice to be able to say. More nice things I, I am able to say um, are in regards to our longtime sponsor, Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And it comes in so many delicious flavors. You can mix and match to your taste. Right now, if you go to their website, they have summer flavors with orange and strawberry entering the roster to join favorites such as mint brownie, salted caramel, cookies and cream, and cherry barcia. They, they make for a great on-the-go snack if you're trying to stay healthy and you know you're only having to count a up to 180 calories per bar. That's the max in each bar. Only four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. And these are packed with protein, 17 to 19 grams of protein in every bar. And if you go to billbar.com and use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. So go to billbar.com, check out their offerings I recommend just getting the mix box so you can have all of them. But use that promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com and get you some tasty bars in your mailbox. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
So let's discuss the bullpen here for a second. We've, we've all, as a fan base, been struggling to figure out what the heck can be done with this bullpen that is just missing so many pieces right now. Like, George Springer came back, and I can't even be that happy about it because I'm still worried about the state of the bullpen. And we're going to talk about Springer in the next episode. I, I can tell you that. It's not been a great couple days. At least he had the RBI in the Wednesday game, but still. We'll, we'll talk about that next time out. So what was Charlie Montoyo going to do? Well, he ended up essentially taking a page from uh, Nick Nurse's playbook. You all know Nick Nurse, the championship winning coach of the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, um, essentially, Charlie Montoya just shortened his bench. And, and, so to speak. In both games against Miami, he relied on three arms coming out of that pen to seal the deal after starters went six. Tyler Chatwood, Tim Meza, and Jordan Romano. Now I'm with y'all. I Chatwood and Meza would not have been my first choices for, you know, lockdown trio. Romano, heck yeah. Jordan Romano's great. Even even after giving up the hit today, still has a 137 ERA. Still has like 34 strikeouts in 26 and the third innings. It's given up just four earned runs all season. That will play. I would take Jordan Romano in any trio right now. But we've talked on this program about Shotwood and Meza and and the struggles they had and if they could maintain a semblance of what they had going for them at the start of the season. And so far, the answer appears to be yes. Chatwood has delivered uh, three scoreless innings in the last four games. All Blue Jays wins. If you go back a little bit, um, he was also scoreless uh, in that game against... Um, uh, ow. Sorry, liking. Um, the, the middle series, the middle of the series against the Yankees. He had, he had a scoreless outing. So, so after he was immediately pulled following one eleven um, one ridiculously wild outing against Boston where he plunked two of the batters he faced and walked the other, he seems to have found it again. ZRA is back down to four. And again, ruthlessly efficient. In the Miami series, he tossed 25 pitches at the plate. 19 of them were strikes. And that just leaves me wondering, why the hell can't you do this more regularly? How do you look so good one day and then lose any semblance of where home plate is the next. And and I know, I know, any Cubs fan that, that stumbled onto this podcast is like, welcome to our lives. 
But um, Tyler Chatwood is now the setup man. For better or worse, they they don't have any other choice. They're carrying a suspended Alec Manoa. Another thing I'm going to have to talk about in the next episode. Because there, there's been a lot happening this week. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's just no one left. There's, there's no one who can, who they can be. Like, like you're not going, um, to Anthony Castro. Not the way he's been pitching lately. You're not going to Joel Pamps. Even though Pamps has been all right. Again, Jacob Barnes just got acquired from the Mets. He of the 619 ERA this season. You're not going to go, hey, Jacob, I uh, know you lost your job um, in New York, but hey, go go strike out the side here in the eighth inning for us, will ya? No. No, it's not happening. Charlie Montoyo has had to shorten his bullpen because he literally only has three options left that he can actually trust. And would I like for for a blowout or two, just so you know, you could throw Taylor Saucedo out there or or get Barnes worked in to this bullpen? Yeah, I I would love it. But Miami did not give Toronto the option, and so yet you saw Chatwood, Meza, and Romano two straight days. I guarantee you none of them are going to be available for the opener against Baltimore on Thursday. And and you know what? That's fine. I have no idea who the closer is going to be. It is probably going to be Anthony Castro just because, again, someone has to for this team right now. And, and we'll, we'll see if Anthony K can provide some semblance of length. I mean, this is going to be primarily a bullpen day. I'm, I'm expecting Salcedo is going to be called upon for a couple innings, given his experience as a starter. But we'll see. We'll see how they play it, how, how they rotate the arms in the pen. And we'll probably end up talking about it here. So make sure you don't miss it by subscribing to this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're at it, subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast where they are going to talk about Trey Young just making a mockery of Milwaukee in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow this podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Lockdown Jays. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. Very, very dumb. And it's probably why I haven't been tweeting much except to mock Russia and Poland and Hungary and Turkey because screw them. Screw them. Yeah, I'm just going to let that one hang. Anyway, I'll be back hopefully with, uh, with another episode talking about George Springer and talking about the Shenan 
of a suspension that Alec Manoa got. And yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens after that. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at JaysForTheCouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.